0: Better
1: than Lego. Better than Lego. Matthew Jones is in position for a long range shot He's with it now Matthew Jones Here goes the kick from Jones What do you think of the side block Uh, With some new faces mate Matty uh, I I always wonder about When they pick new sides and that I'm always thinking about Well you've made so many changes now Over the first two games That what was the reason you put them in there In the first place for
2: Gotcha. Um,
1: yep. Yeah, they had to do something, I suppose, after the drubbing in the second game. But um, gee, it's a lot of changes, a lot of to and froing, um, a lot of different blokes. Um, Bradman Best, good young player, but gee, I don't know. After one performance yesterday against yeah. the doggies, I don't really know whether yep. he's been in the sort of form that you would pick him. Watching all the games, I, I'd, I'd probably would have went for Catoni Stags. Yeah, Catoni yeah. Stags. Yeah. Brisbane Broncos up around the top of the premiership. Yep, uh, really improved his uh, his defence and probably be one of the best centres in the game. So yeah, no doubt with Bradman,
2: they picked him off the back of a, a very good performance as opposed to a very good season. Yeah, that's um,
1: is, that, is that is that us clutching at straws or is it maybe thinking the Bradman best might be around for another three yeah. or four years down the track if yeah, he plays well know. with this one?
2: I like I like I would have put Cody Walker in game one. Yeah, but. Uh, Column and Tungy, I like that. You can sort of know the blokes that'll make it. He looks like that sort of player. But, look, I, I go through it. You know, Jake Turbo comes in. We missed his leadership. But, you know, like young Stefano, right? If you're going to pick him and just use him for 10 minutes, you've got to pick him again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. We'll give him a, a fair shake. Give out him of a finger. decent crack. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I look at him and, you know, 10 minutes and then he's dumped. But he's, he's done nothing wrong. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, Nico Hines, you know, and I've said before, Nico has been in the system for a number of years. Yeah. And what it's got him is 10 minutes at right centre.
1: Matty, is it human nature or is it just me? I want to I to feel the self of belong. I want to feel like I belong there if they pick me for, to start with and then buggerise me around by dropping me and then putting me back in and then leaving me out after only giving me 13 minutes. I'm, I'm second-guessing myself then.
2: Blocker, I, I, I totally agree, mate. You know, I, I, I think it's very hard to build team spirit when you've got this kind of instability there. Yeah. Like, if you look, so far this series we've, lost, uh, we've dropped Luai, Tavita Pangai, Tyson Frizzell now has gone, Hudson Young, Nico Hines, Junior Bolo, big Stefano. Ste- Stefano, previous campaigns, you know Jake and Fox didn't get picked first of all, but Rick, Rick and Kemal Giller, Jack Whiten, Tony Stags, Tarek Sims, Talakai, Ryan Madison. Now, I don't mind, I think selection risks are admirable, but in this case, as said before, it's led to a lot of instability and uncertainty in our team.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a big problem for us going into Game 3 too, and I, I reckon a lot of the fans would have liked to have seen a bit of a shake-up, but Gee, it's a lot of changes, and and there's a lot of positional switches too now. If that's the team that they go with, so uh, yeah, mate, we'll support them. But yeah, gee, it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to imagine blokes feeling good about themselves when they're up and down all the time. And you have a look at the, the Queenslanders, uh, probably not as many people to pick from as us, but mate, they stick, don't they?
2: Well, that's the thing. If you look at Slater, certainly. He's done his homework and he's seen blokes. He's picked, he's selected blokes and thrown him a jersey with the certain certainty that you know, he knows they're going to make it. If that makes sense, like it was a yeah. big selection risk in my opinion when they went Hammer instead of Gagai. Yeah. I thought, oh wow, okay, that's interesting. But it's worked. I mean, the debutants in the last couple of series that he's blooded: Rhys Walsh, Tom Gilbert, Tom Dearden, Murray Tualangi, Jeremiah Nenai, Pat Carrigan, Ruben Cotocel, and Cobbo and the Hammer. All of them. All of them have excelled. In fact, a lot of them you could almost put a case on debut. They could have got me of the match.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, going through all those names, those guys are household names now for for, for Origin. Aren't it? it just goes to show the the want of wanting to play for Queensland. That's yeah. that's all they talk about yeah. up there. Is you know, even even when they talk about whether you want an Australian jumper or a Queensland jumper, the Queen's honour. Oh they guys want a, They they want a, They want a, a Queensland jumper, don't they? And all those guys, as you mentioned. Maybe, maybe it's the confidence that they get given coming into the, into the camp and all the people that are around it and yeah. uh, they give them a lift and, and and they really believe that they're origin players once they get picked. Maybe we're second-guessing ourselves all the time.
2: Yeah. I'm never up to It'll be some sort of – it'll be the t- tale of two camps. I imagine they're going up to Cairns, the Queenslanders, and they'll, they'll, you know, they'll prepare well. You know they will, but mm. I reckon they'll
1: be having a bit of fun as well. Yeah, well, you know, obviously they want to get the clean sweep, but yeah. – uh, yeah, Gee, it'll be interesting to see the difference. Well, if we could see the difference between the first two camps, yeah. intensity as compared to the one you know when you've already won the series, you know. Corey Horsburgh gets
2: his spot for Queensland. Natural uh, born killer. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. mate, that was going to talk to you about. You know, you think about all the blokes that you played with, you know, the Ben Kennedys and the Gordon Tallises and all those sort of guys uh, in, for Australia and you know for New South Wales and most of those guys. When you when you're thinking about it. When you go through our pack at the moment, and, and it's not the players' fault, it's the way the pristine game is played now. Yep. That we, we haven't got any real blokes that I go, you know what? That bloke that bloke wants to hurt you. I talk about the chief and butts yeah, and yeah, all yeah. those sort of guys. When when they were playing, and maybe the game's changed a lot now. I don't know, but yep. you know those those guys wanted to hurt you. They wanted to hurt you when they had the ball. Not only when you yep. not only when you had it.
2: Yes had that presence. Presence about it. You're out there, yeah. You're like a your self, you know, your self-blocker. Like, you know, blokes who got like, you want blokes to play on side that've got that really high emotional threshold. Yeah, a bit you left him, of edge. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. S- you see them in the sheds before the game, they got tears in their eyes and they're right up. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think is that type of player. We're yeah. talking about him. I think he's uh, he's an emotional... He certainly is. And he's, learned, and he's learned he's got a little bit more experience now and he's learned along the way that, you know, you can't wear your heart on your sleeve all the time. I remember one fan giving it to him a couple of years ago. He's in tears. He To kill him,
2: yeah, that's right. As again, that's that high emotion. Well, he's going to
1: jump the fence. This bloke, I was on the sideline this day, he's going to jump the fence. (laughs) I'm thinking, geez, this is going to be on here.
2: Block, you uh, let's talk about like yourself. You're part of that first New South Wales ever series win, yeah. And one thing about Queensland Block, like that, they're brilliant at the origin narrative, you know, they present themselves all the time as the underdog and they play with that underdog mentality, yeah. 85, our first series win, What, what was from your perspective, what was different?
1: Mate, the difference for me, and you know, we, they brought in Benny and all those sort of guys too, a lot of young blokes. Yep. Um, Steve Mortimer. Was he yes? Yes. St- Steve Mortimer was uh, w- was the bloke that instilled belief and 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 instilled in you that you deserved to be there. It was a bit like we were talking about just a little bit earlier. You know, if you if you're running around and you're treading on eggshells, thinking about am I in the team or out of the team or whatever. He instilled this this will and this hatred for Queensland, which I think we might lack a little bit now.
2: And it's funny with Turvey because he's such a beautiful bloke. Yeah. Like to look at him for my for me, I look at that and I go, Turvey, really?
1: Yeah. yeah. And Matty, it was almost an embarrassment because I remember I remember back playing in Game Three in '85. And Steve Mortimer, you know, all the bravado and talking before the game and the whole series and first time New South Wales had won a series. Mate, he actually he actually played like a front rower. Yep. Mate, he was getting a dummy half. He was taking balls one off the right. He almost, because we we're all young fellas, sort of didn't know a lot about it. He almost embarrassed us into, into doing it. Gotcha. If you understand what I mean. Yep. And I, I, I was lucky enough to play with Peter Tunks, who was – Mate, he, he was you know similar stature to me, six foot three. But we had this pact, and, I, and I've been talking about it a little bit lately about New South Wales with Payne Haas, you know, coming up on his own all the time and getting ganged by Queensland. Yep. If you've got that one-two punch, you know, and I, and I talk about you know Payne Haas, in, in my opinion, uh, along with Regan Campbell-Gillard, yep. they've got that, they've got yeah. that in the middle of the ruck. And you think yeah. back. You think about, you know, when you played with sides and all that, I think New South Wales well, and, and Queensland and Australia have always had that. Anyway, yeah. I, I, had great, um, I had a great affiliation with, uh, with Peter Tunks and we, we were similar styles of players, yep. both tall and, you know, we, we could get across the ground all right. And we, we vowed to each other when we were playing Queensland after they'd beaten us, beaten us up for the first few years that, mate, we aren't going to cop it anymore. Gotcha. And if anything happened to one of us, we were, both, we were going to two out them. So you played with that
2: <laughs> underdog mentality. You, yeah,
1: yeah. Right. Well, well, well mate, they'd won. They'd won the first. What was it? The yeah. first since 1980. The first five series, we were the first ones to beat them. Yeah. And it, and it was on the back of belief and also the mixture of the pack. Of I think back to the pack then. You know, there was me and Tunks in the front row. Yep. Benny. Uh, uh, we had Steve folks who could hit you up under the ball and. Yep. Uh, as hard as anyone. Noel Cleal, who was a running player, yep. made a great, great ball runner. Yeah. And then you had Wayne Pearce at Lock, who would just clean everything up. So I've always been a, a, a bit of a one for mixture of packs, yep. to mix your pack up, not to have the same-so all the time. Yeah. So yeah, So um, yeah, it was, mate, it was a big thrill.
2: Well, you see it, we see it with the Broncos, you said that one-two punch, like Carrigan and Payne-Hass, yeah. working in combination. Yeah. It's a brilliant one-two punch. Tell me about, like so how did the series go, Block? Did you have two? Was it you guys two home games and one in Queensland, or how was it?
1: Uh, oh, gee, mate, you you you're testing me. You're testing me knowledge yeah. now, mate. I, I think because uh, we won we won three 0 in, in eighty six. Eighty six. Yep. So okay. in eighty five, when the first series, I mate, I'm not so sure we didn't lose the first game in Queensland.
2: I'm yeah, not so, so it was sure two in Queensland. It was the producer in, in my yesterday. That's saying, right. It was two. Yeah. He's well, had some mighty effort. Yeah,
1: it was, and uh, I remember I remember coming back to to Sydney and. Steve Mortimer just emphasising about our home crowd and, and our people and all that sort of stuff, doing it for New South Wales. And we are pretty impressionable young blokes. Like we, we hadn't had a lot of experience. And just to have a leader like that, that, yeah. that had won premierships and, you know, he was just, I don't know, it was, it's hard yeah. to explain, but he's something that we need now. He's just, he was a little bit older. He'd already done it all in the game. Yeah. And he'd come through that real tough period of, of the 70s. Yep. And then all of a sudden, he, you know, he gets all of us blokes mid-80s and, and teaches us how to win.
2: I heard the story about, you know, the famous bus ride. Yeah. You know, Newcastle uh, – well, sorry, New South Wales. Blokes used to be a little bit intimidated by it, and Turvey said, get up and have a look. Get up. Enjoy it.
1: He did. He, he wanted to enjoy it. And, the, uh, and I remember going past the Caxton and Turvey yelled out, stop the bus. They stopped the bus. And Queensland blokes on the drink, and that shouted for 5,000 cans, I reckon – but he said, "Start the bus as quick as he said stop it." <laughs> yeah, yeah they were right. All jumping on the bus. Yeah, that. yeah. But the other, the other big intimidating thing too was playing in Queensland back in those days at Lang Park. You would be dropped off out, outside the ground, and you had to walk through the members, the members bar, through the turnstiles into the dressing room. You reckon we didn't cop some then, yeah, Matty? Even block. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I'll throw more cans. Yeah, at us. right. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. But it was, uh, mate. It was uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. The coach you know. Terry Fernley. What yeah. kind of, what what type of coach was he, mate? Uh, I th- I think he was uh, he was very staid, not over overstated. Yep. Uh, I think uh, I, I think he had the trust in in most of the blokes that were picked and that, that could do the job. He went away with Australia. Uh, uh, I think it was in '85. It was '85. '85, I think it was. He dropped about six Queenslanders oh, out I, of the side. Do you remember, you remember that? Yes, I remember Mate, that. Mate, there was all sorts of turmoil on that tour, but yeah, um, yeah uh, he was yeah he was a smart bloke. He knew exactly what he wanted. He knew exactly you know, how to prepare his team. But back in those days, Matty, you know, there was only there was only the coach, a physio, and a trainer. That was it. You have a look at the staff now. There's four hundred and fifty thousand. You've got to have another bus for
2: them. There's a lot of opinions. Yeah. There?
1: Well, that's right. Yeah. And you, you know, you got to, you know, you got to, you got to take away from, you know, what you're doing with the coach and all that sort of stuff. And, but he was, um, he was quite a quiet man, understated, but very hard. He wanted you to, he wanted you to get stuck into him.
2: Geez, his nephew is a tough bloke, Kurt Fernley. Kurt Fernley. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't he? Isn't is that him? his nephew? Is it's it? It's his nephew. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He. Um, like, what about tell me right in those days? Like the presence of Wally Lewis. Yeah. Like, what was it like, like playing against Wally?
1: Wally, uh, I, I don't know I don't know if I've ever seen anyone like him since or, or before him. Um Maddie to describe it, depending on what part of the game it was on, he could he could control the game and control the narrative of the game. If a try needed to be scored. He'd score it. I don't know if you remember that game in, uh, in Sydney when he ran around everyone and, oh, and beat yeah. Gary Jack on the outside. Incredible. And everyone went, he can't run that fast. But he was that sort of bloke that just, if it needed to be done, he could do it. If they needed to pull off, uh, pull off a big hit or whatever, big throw, he's a big man. Yep, yep. He's near on 16 stone, um, Wally Lewis. If he needed to hit someone front on just to, to, to change the speed of the game or to give them a bit of a rev up, he could. Uh, he could intimidate referees. Yeah. He could talk to them, you know, and uh, I don't know. He was just—he was just an all-round player, and all of a sudden, you know, he—he he sort of dictated everything that was in Origin. Yeah. I remember—I um, remember. God rest his soul, Jack Gibson. We were playing down in—we uh, were playing down in Melbourne, and uh, we—we'd won the first game, and Jack said to me, Jack said to me, "We're not going to pick you in the second game. You're fighting—you're uh, fighting all the Queenslands." I said, mate, have you seen what they do to us? <laughs> mate, honestly. Mate, yeah. Wally would stand up and mate, Wally stand up and fight. They were kicking us and kneeing us, which, yeah. which was fair game in those days. Yeah, yeah. But, but we couldn't do anything back to him, you know?
2: I, I remember a magic round going up and I uh, went to a pub catch up with Gordy for a beer, or a few beers, and Wally was there. And we're just sitting there talking. He's in football. awe. And we're I'm awe, sitting yeah. there, I'm looking at him, going, I'm talking to yeah. Wally Lewis here. Yeah. I know. Yeah, fantastic.
1: Mate, how good. Um, and even even in even in I, I was lucky enough to go out in the kangaroos with him. Mate, the back line for Australia was Sterling, Lewis, Gene Miles, Brett Kenny, Rowdy Shearer, Mick O'Connor and Gary Jack. And he and Sterling and Lewis, Donnie Ferner was the coach. Donnie Ferner was, was a great bloke. I loved Donnie Ferner. Yep. He was the coach. He was that smart that he said, Well, I'll just keep you as happy. He said, Sterling and Lewis just run the show. I'd never ever Seen like two blokes that could run a whole game by himself. They, mate, they so Donny under- was like, ego away. No, no, "You ego boys away, just mate. go away, you blokes. I'll, I'll keep you happy off the field. We'll, you know, we'll yeah. train hard and do what we've got to do, and all that sort of stuff." But but still and Molly they just ran the whole show. It
2: says a lot about uh, Don too in '87 at, at Canberra. Says, "Man, I'm going to bring this uh, young Bennett. coach down, Wayne Bennett. Go yeah. coach with me." Yeah, they made the grand final
0: that year, didn't yeah. they? Got beat by Manly. They yeah. did. Yeah, we'll take a real quick break and be back to talk more rugby league. i catch killers early and ad free on crimex plus on apple podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts
2: let's go club land for a second block yeah three heavy floggings sharks belt the the, the dragons but north queensland belt your tiger 74 nil knights belt the dog 66 nil your your team no brooks and no chorus here boy, it makes them vulnerable block. I, I fear there's an, a, a number of flog still left this season.
1: Mate, I was wrong. I was uh, at the start of the year, I said, round 15 when fatigue starts to set in and injuries start to set in, um, we're going to see some big score lines. Uh, it's taken to round 18. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you can't You can't lose those two blokes, mate. Yeah. You, you can't possibly, you know, we talk about the spines and all that sort of thing all the time, but Epi Coruscant is a competitor. Yep. Super competitor. Now, when you, when, you, when you go out and play, you want to mainly do it for the bloke next year. Yep. And you've and you, you, you got to want to scramble and, mate, do things that, you know, that, that save games or, you know, at least look like you're trying to help your teammate and all that. Mate, I, I, mate, I couldn't watch it. 74-0. I mean, I said it this morning, like our, our defence was like talio paper. Yep. It was terrible. But the will of wanting to do it with your mate – or do something for your mate, or at least, you know, look like you're, you're scrambling. Or be it, you know, you can have all excuses in the world. Like North Queensland, we beat them down at Leichhardt by 50 points. We hadn't scored 50 points in two seasons. But going back there, there was always going to be a square up. You, you've, got to get yourself, you've got to get yourself mentally ready to play in those games. Yeah. You know they're going to come out after what happened in the game at Leichhardt. That's right, yeah. But made hardly a whimper from us. The loss of Brooks going
2: into 20... 20- 24 and I don't know like they've come out and said you know it's not the fact that like last night the reports that they're going to sort of push Benji into the head coaching job next year mate that's, it's not a job for a rookie coach does
1: he want to do it that, that that's the that's the other thing about about the Tigers you know when I when I look at them now Maddie all the trick plays and all the second man plays and all the stuff that happens you know with with coaching and the, and the way that you want to team to play I think they've gone I think they've gone the other way around. I would much prefer to see them with a bit of grit. Yep. It's a bit. It's a bit like New yep. South Wales too at the moment. You know, it's all yep. out back, out the back, out the back. They're just mate, just covering us off in their defence. If you if you have that mentality. And go out and say, "Well, we haven't got a half now." How, yep. It takes you 60 games, 80 games to become a half. That, you, well, where, where are you going to yeah, get them from? They're like right. hens teeth. There's none around. Yep. You can't, you can't pluck one out of the air and say, "Mate, here, you're our halfback for the next five years." It doesn't happen like well, that. Well, well, let's. I mean, let. Let's so have do, they ha- do they have to change the way that they buy now? Do they have to change the
2: way they play? I think, well, first and foremost, I think they've got to change the way they play. You know, next year, there's no doubt, even if they bring another half in. If it's a young half, they're going to have to build the whole attack around Apicorosau. Yeah. But like, like you said before, mate, like, you know, halves are so thin on the ground. Let me Can I ask you something, right, about Brooksy? Yeah. Right. Uh, trying to find the right word. Do you feel a bit let down by him? By
1: him? Yeah. Matty, uh, Matty, I do think that he owes the Tigers something. But I can understand why he went now because mm. – when he was there and his contract was up, right? This is just coming from yep. where, what, how I think about it. Yep. Mate, there was every halfback or 5'8 that was available on the market, they, they tried to sign under him. So that poor bugger's sitting there going, you know what, I've been here for nearly a decade, and they're not showing me the respect to try and sign, re-sign me again. Yep. And on top of that... He would have, it made, and he has to shoulder all the blame for the last. You know that comes with being a half. Yeah, comes, for the last yeah. five, six years, or whatever, that the Tigers have been battling. He's been he's been their number seven, so he's he's shouldered everything. But then, to top it all off, when they couldn't sign any of these players that they were going for in the halves, they offer him half the contract that he's that he was on now. So, yeah. In one way, I would have loved to see him repay the loyalty that they've given him. Yep. But in another way, I can understand why he's gone.
2: Geez, he's going to leave a gap block. I mean, like we said, like halves, how thin on the ground they are. Right like The dogs, he's an example, Matty Burton in the seven. Yeah. And you're seeing the, the the responsibility that the seven is and him trying to steer the side around the park, which is just not his go, how it's affecting his football, how it's affecting his confidence.
1: So so are you, are you one for weakening one position where he's the strongest to play in to... Stump up the halfback position. I, I would much... I, I'm going to answer my own question in my opinion, right? Yep. I would much prefer to have a natural number seven that's played there all his life. Yep. And play Burton at either six or in the centres. Because, mate, you just hamper him. You, mate, you're talking about Luke Brooks. Now, Luke Brooks, I watched him play all through his, all his juniors, mate. What a brilliant competitor. Great runner. Yep. He's a lot quicker than what you think. But... He wasn't playing that style. They, they were trying to make him the leader of the pack and yep. steer him around the ground and kicking game mate, it, was all, it was all too much in his head, mate. it was, was yeah And now you watch how good he goes yeah you watch with how Deuce good he goes with, yeah. with Cherry Evans
2: yeah yeah
1: but that's the other thing too if the Tigers if the Tigers had a good if the Tigers had a good 58, right you could bring a young half in. Course. But you can't you can't bring you can't bring two of them and say boys yeah. <laughs> here's the keys of the here's the keys of
2: Leica. Well, let me piss in your pocket a bit. I mean, you played in a side of Balmain those really good. Sides like we Gary Freeman wasn't a real organising, skillful half. Great, great competitor, Mick all the same great competitor, really goer. Yeah. But you, you and Benny were the halfbacks. You were the halves. You were the creatives.
1: Well, we yeah, well, we we basically you know we we basically called all the plays. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was a different. It was a different style, like mate. If, if, if I was playing and someone said to me, "Mate, I just want you to tuck the ball under your arm and run as hard as you can, forty times," I, I wouldn't want to play.
2: Yeah,
1: I want to play the way that I thought that you could play. Yeah, do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, gotcha, blocked. Yeah,
1: so yeah, yeah. yeah, but mate, going back to that, like um, Gary Freeman, great competitor, mate. You'd love a you'd love a puppy dog, a greyhound, after not <laughs> Wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Maybe chase yeah. him and Mick I remember, I remember when when we had Wayne Pearce. Uh, Benny Elias, chase from market genius. Chopping blokes down, he was great at that. And push blokes out of the way to get it, market too. So yeah, have to yeah. run, he was clever. Yep. So then you had Mickey Newell. Mate, he'd do 40 tackles a game. Gary Freeman to do 40. Wayne Pierce would do 40. Mate, yes. all we had to do was run the ball. Just run the ball, yeah. That's right. it. Yeah. It was, good. It was a good. And it was what we were talking about before,
2: mixes. Like um, on the dogs, my concern is the damage at the moment. this is going to do to a lot of these good young players coming through. They've got some really good young fellas. But, mate, yeah, getting beat like these sort of floggings, it can do some, you know, a fair bit of damage. Mm. i tell say one bloke I really like, I really admired what he did yesterday. He just busted his ass, he does it everywhere. He's that young Jacob Preston.
1: Yeah, he's a good kid, isn't no, he?
2: He's a he's And plucked a from player.
1: nowhere, too. So we're talking about, you know, the lack of numbers in the game. He was plucked from from North Sydney, wasn't he? he was Playing North in the back row at North Sydney I something.
2: Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, Manly Jr. He was a Bellrose boy. Yeah, yeah Bellrose Jr. I'll
1: tell you who else I like, too, Moran, but... Yeah. He's not big enough to have the rule. Like he, he, he plays, mate, heaps above his weight. He wanna hit you and hurt you yeah. And run as hard as he can. Yeah. But he, he's probably he probably hasn't got the size to to be able to intimidate, you know? Yeah.
2: Mate, um, yeah, it's funny like with Burton, you know, Block, like, I am a real big believer sometimes is like you've just and it's common sense, you've just gotta be. You just gotta be what you are. So if I, if I was, you know, with Matty Burton, my advice to him was, mate, you're a great runner of the football. Run. Just do it, mate. You seen the, have you ever seen him? He's, no. Oh, yes,
1: we had he's him on the show m- once. He's, he's a big massive.
2: man. massive. Yeah, I'd just say, mate, you just let the forwards Run. go forward. Let them go, let them go, let them go. And when the momentum's happening, you've got a little bit of space, just take them on with your running game. Just don't, don't even think. Just caught. Catch the ball at first see for a little bit of width and just
1: go at him. But you know, you, you, know about, you know, better than me, but mate, off off quick play the balls, how good your kicking game can be. Yeah. Mate, how good can your running game be off quick oh. play the balls if you're that size? Yes. Going up the line. And blocking like, and, and like the enemy sometimes talk about Brooksy
2: and blokes like Burton, when they get caught in their own heads and they're thinking too much and they're always trying to set up for something. Sometimes just call the ball. If you've got a gut, gut instinct and you suspect something might be on, rather than trying to manufacture it or look for the ideal, mm. just go. That's what Munster's bringing at, you know. When Munster first went into the halves, he was having a lot of anxiety. He thought he had to be Cooper Cronk. And his thing was, you know what, not even I have to count numbers, but if I get a gut feel, something might be on it. Right. Just give me the ball. Yeah. Is that,
1: is that why half the time I'm watching him, he's just lumbering around, and I'm thinking, geez, Munster hasn't done much, and then bang, bang, away he goes. Where
2: he goes? Yeah,
1: he's just wait. He's just waiting for the opportunity. The other
2: thing too with with Matty, with Matty Burton, is that mate, he can put those satanic bombs up, those torpedoes. But at the moment, he's sort of playing it safe. He's sort of just kicking the over and over. i will be saying, mate, any time that we get 50 metres out, brother, I'll I'll take a couple of missed kicks, but just. Keep just jamming them I wonder... Keep as high as you can.
1: I wonder, I don't know anything about kicking, I've never had a kick in my life. Yeah. But putting those big I wonder what it takes out of you, does it hurt your hamstrings or uh, something it's, it's,
2: it, it's a high risk kick, Blocker. Right. As far as miss uh hitting it. Misshitting it. All oh, right. But mate, you'd take a couple of those, wouldn't you? With Burton, you'd just say, mate, if you kick if you kick, you know, six or seven in a game and you're, and you're Miscue a couple of them, mate. I'll take that for what it's going to give us. And
1: imagine the sledging too to the fullback or the wingers trying to take it. Yeah. If they drop one, wouldn't you be able to give it all? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Bombs away. Well, there's a bloke, <laughs> there, there's a bloke that um, I used to play with, who I used to talk to, uh, who's a family member. When he used to run on the field, we played against a couple of fullbacks who were having a tough time, but yeah, he used to run on the, on the field and go, all. f***. Day.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. All day. All they're
1: f- day. they
0: going up. They're coming at you. Yeah. yeah, we'll take a real quick break and be back to talk more rugby league. do I catch killers early and ad free on Crymax Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Let's talk about we spoke about uh, the dogs and we spoke about uh, the Tigers. The, the two players that did, did the, the majority of the damage, firstly against the Tigers, Scotty Drinkwater. His progression and improvement in the last 18 months have been pretty something special. And not funny though, that storm system has produced. Fullbacks who excel as playmakers. Munster, of course, Nico Hines and Drinkwater. His ball playing is beautiful, Drinkwater.
1: Oh, isn't it? Mate, but he's poetry motion. When you watch him move, you go, wow, this bloke's a great mover. But isn't it amazing the evolution of the game now with fullbacks? Yeah. The way they play. You know, you, you have a look at football's coming in into the into the line and being able to catch and pass and mate they, they've just and, and have a look at them bobbing up everywhere now yeah yeah mate both sides of the field could, any sort of a quick play the ball in the middle third of the field they're, mate they're, they're on they're and, on. That's and right. you see them late in halves the more involvement now from fullbacks but they're all copycats aren't they it's just the way yeah. the game evolves
2: that's what I love we we'll talked before about Burton what advice you know you think about what you give Burton just run the football run. the thing I love about Dylan Edwards right Block is that Dylan Edwards is like, he doesn't try to be Slater. He doesn't try to be Drinkwater. He doesn't try to be... Anyway. I mean himself. He's just himself. Yeah, he knows what he's good at. And he just challenges right through the middle of the field. You don't see him doing the fancy double cutouts or anything like that. He's just great at what he's good at, mate.
1: Isn't, isn't it a shame that we're going to have that great of a fullback and win all those premierships or he won a couple that he might never... Get a crack. Get a crack at it. Yeah. Wouldn't it be unreal if you see him have a crack? Oh, i would be good, But yeah. But is he next in line if Tedesco finishes? This year, is he next in line? I don't know. I drink think, water. Yeah. We're just talking about drink water.
2: I think I think Edwards has earned his chance. Mm. If we're um, the other bloke, uh, fullback uh, Kalen, understand his game now. Watching Kalen, watching him, he's he's what I like about his football at the moment. He's getting the ball less and less on those block sweeps. Yeah, just run him into dead ends and and block. He's got a sweet spot on the field. It's <laughs> got that left side floating in around that third last defender. Mm. And, mate, you're watching now. It's like the pennies dropped. This is my spot. And on the weekend, we'll put it this one on the weekend, Bradman got three. I don't know. Marzul got a couple. Yeah. Dom Young on the right didn't get one. Crossland got a couple. He got a cu- couple through, through the middle. Through the middle. Through the but middle. That, that spot, yeah. that, that is – that's Ponga's sweet spot, right? That that position. Yeah, in you, you
1: talk about movers and that, yes, so, uh, like fullbacks and that, how good they are at moving. I was watching Ponga yesterday. His anticipation for a break being made. Yeah. You know what oh. I mean? Like he he was there every time. And I'm thinking to myself, mate, how's he there every time? And on yeah. both sides of the field and through the middle. He showed so, a lot of maturity through this Origin period too. Did he? Did he get? The first origin, when they picked the Queensland side, Rhys Walsh was going into the side. And yeah. did he actually tell them that he didn't want to be I, picked?
2: I think he preempted and said, I owe it to Newcastle right. to start playing football with Newcastle. Football but right what
1: did there. you think now that they've, they've put another fullback in and seeing the form of Calum Ponga? Yeah. They come back and ask him and he said, no, I've made my decision. I'm gonna. Yeah. Do you reckon that'll hurt him down the track playing for Queensland? Oh,
2: you know what? I, d- I don't think so. I don't think so, Block. I think if he, if he keeps playing the way he is, I think, you know, he'll force his way back into the squad. I would have liked him, like, from a Newcastle perspective, I would have liked him to have played, because I have a look at the difference that Origins made in North Queensland. Yeah. Toulanghi, Val Holmes, Ruben Cotter going in that game one. Yeah. And then coming back to North Queensland, all the other blokes just going, whoosh. You see Mo Fodder-Waker? You oh, the yeah. Fun?
1: Mate, after being involved with that Queensland camp and all that, like, last week... Mate he, mate, he was unbelievable, and there was no Tino for the Titans too. No, Fodawaker did it all on was, his own. He was fantastic. He was, fan- but that's but that's what happens when you put those guys in that yeah. environment around all those great players. They're going to lift. Well, block times up. I've loved that, mate. Beautiful. It was
2: really, really good. Thanks, mate. We've really talked Queensland up here. Have we? Yeah. I'm wa- Go
1: New South Wales. <laughs>
2: <laughs> good on you, block.
1: No worries, mate.